to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. Thank you for that introduction, Kirsty. Again, we are Jazz Beats. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm here with Tyson. My name is Jackson. As always, Tyson, welcome everyone. Welcome everybody. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. So glad to have you listening. Um, an exciting episode coming up. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Tyson is now sleeping again at nights. Um, my wife is back to being a basketball fan. Um, we've signed two new players on the yes. Jazz, and yes. we have a special guest coming up soon. Not today, but in the future. You're going to want to stay tuned to hear yes. all that's going on this right guy, now. So we had the goal earlier at the beginning of the year to have two like legitimate Utah Jazz-affiliated representatives of some kind right, be on the podcast. And this yeah. is like... This it's, checks one of them off. And it's a big check. Like, I want to tell everybody. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> Do you want to tell them now or well, no? You told me not to. I like a little tease. Okay. A little hey, teaser. What, what, what can we tease them with? Can we say we'll announce it next week? I think so. Okay. I think if they tune in for next week's episode, we will tell you who it is. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is someone that everybody would want to meet. Yeah. Everybody would want to talk to. Everybody would want to hear what... This individual has to say. Like, I also de- don't think anyone's going to be able to guess this no, one right. No, no, it's 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 not someone that far fetched and out there that you're not going to think it's exciting or you're not going to be excited about it. Right. It is exciting. It is, exciting. but it's it's out there enough you won't guess who it is. So right. I'm excited. And for those of you that think that, that think that it's Gail Miller, it's not. I'm just no. Gonna let you know, which it's, would be fun. Because that's kind of meets your description okay. a little bit where it's like, it's out there, but it's also in there kind of. It's really not even close to Gail. No, way cooler. <laughs> way cooler. Oh, we had the All-Star Weekend yeah, in yeah. Salt Lake City. Right. Super exciting for Salt Lake. Um, two interesting statistics. Okay, let's hear it. Um, record-breaking revenue that was brought to Salt Lake for an All-Star Weekend. Last Something week. like... I don't even want to say the number, but they said they estimate a certain number of income that it brought to Salt Lake businesses right, right. and communities and stuff. So that's cool. I, I heard it was the greatest since the 2002 Winter Olympics. In Salt Lake. In Salt for Lake. For an event. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, revenue for the state. Um, on the other end, it was the least watched all-star game yes. of all time. Can we talk about that a little bit? Please. I mean, so uh, did you watch the all-star game? Yes. All of it. Yeah. Did you sit down and never take your eyes off? Um, I wouldn't go that far. We were eating dinner, and I, it's I, I got I got b- burnt out. I got yeah disinterested. It, it's not okay. So it's not very entertaining. Is kind of what I'm hearing from you. Yeah. And is that why nationwide people aren't tuning in, or is it Utah? Is it the game, or is it Utah? I don't think it was Utah. Okay. Okay. Because as far as outside of the game, I feel like there was some positive reflection on that okay um as far as the the city and the concerts and the even the events before some of them were were well spoken okay um but the game yeah lousy lousy uh i think it was the denver nuggets coach yes he was coaching the one of the teams yeah he really was unhappy with even being involved in it he said it was the worst game of basketball ever played how do you fix the all-star game that's the real question. So like. they've, they've tried, right? So they've tried to award the players money for winning quarters. They've tried to 
come up with donations via charities, charity. Yeah, charity. Right. Uh-huh. So the money can go towards events, and and that's supposed to like motivate them to get money towards their charity by winning. Right. Um, I think Kobe. Kobe Bryant was disgusted with the direction that the All-Star game was going. He he's he said it was no fun to watch and no fun to be involved in because there was no competitive nature to it. I, how do you get the competitive nature back in the game is what I think people want to see. Well, they I, I saw highlights of 1993 All-Star game, the last one in Salt Lake, and it was competitive. It was physical. Physical. Right. There was defense being played. There was fouls like because of the the aggressiveness and competitiveness. Um, it looked like a, a normal game okay. at times. Um, I think part of that is the East-West. I don't know if you call it rivalry, but they kept teams in the East against the West. I think in the 2010s-ish, that got so weighted to one side. It was a lot of blowouts. The West were dominating the 10s. Right. Um, the East has been much better the last couple years, maybe. Um, so I think that's why they got rid of it and did this little draft thing. But I think where you draft the day of the game or the day before, it's like there's no bad blood right there. There's no Nothing like yet, right? No right. trash talk. They no don't even know what team up. we're on in right. order to, to talk, talk trash before the game. It's like there's nothing that's been built up, and it's like okay, now it's you, 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 and me. Um, okay, let's let's go play. Like I don't even know who I'm playing against at this point. It's I don't just know a what pickup game. Yeah, I got to make pay attention to jerseys now, so I know who to pass to. Um, do, do, do you think that that competitive nature will ever come back to the all-star game? That's I'm sure that's been on Adam Silver's plate since the all-star game. How do you incentivize the guys? I mean, money's not enough. I mean, these guys are they're fine with the money. I think the ego is what really helps right. guys play harder. Right. right. If you're paying $5,000 to go to an all-star game and watch the best players in the world play the sport – I think you want to see them play their best, not not open three point shots, but like you want to see them work hard, like and perform. I, th- I think that would be way more entertaining. I just don't know how you're going to convince the players to do it when they're going to take in the risk factor of injuries, uh, mid season, the trade, de- whatever it is. I, I just don't know how you're going to convince them to do it. Is it the timing of the game? Like, what if they did this in the preseason or the postseason? Because I know, is it baseball that does it? No, they do it midseason. Football does it after the season's over. Football does it after. Like, I feel like the timing of it is weird because people are pushing for playoff spots right now. It's kind of starting to dial in who's where, but yet there's still opportunity to to get better. So I think the the risk of injury is in play now where it wouldn't be so much if it was earlier. But then it's just a mess. I don't know how you fix that. I I don't either. It would be – I almost wish it was – in the playoffs, there was a week they took off between after the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. The two teams that are going to the championship are not in the All-Star. So like the Pro Bowl, like, like the, Pro the Bowl. NFL. And so it's a break between that and the championship series, and you take the, all the All-Stars from the rest of the league that are now sitting out for the next two to three weeks, and they give the All-Star guy or the uh, championship teams an extra week of break, right? And then this gives us a chance to watch something else. And these are the guys that might feel bad or upset about not getting as far as they wanted. And maybe that chip on the shoulder will push them to play harder. I like that. Um, yeah, I like that. I think the other trick will be to keep it fresh. 
um, because when they went to this this draft method and the the we're going to keep score every quarter and the winner of that quarter gets this charity donation and then we'll take the final score at the end since they did that like three years ago the first year or two of that was great and it was competitive because each quarter is zero zero so it's like okay now it's closer it's not a blowout and there's no chance of blowout because this quarter starts zero zero that was fresh and that was new and i think the first year or two it showed with the players and the viewers so it might be a good idea to every three or four years to mix it up and have some new all-star scenario in there i don't know uh one other option that we can do that i think that um what you know you ever watch ufc like the fighting yeah you know how they have like the players walk up to each other and they face each other act like they're gonna punt yeah and they get the picture and they're like ah you want to do that i think that they should do that in the lineup you know (laughs) like east and west like a weigh-in yeah like a weigh-in coming in at 310 pounds shaquille o'neal well, you know, but whoever it is, <laughs> as a bookie, he probably weighs close to that. Dude, why don't they take notes from that? Like, I, that's why I think they need to pick out the teams in advance. And then they need to have like these small media days where they yeah. can talk crap and they can sit at a yeah. podium together across from yeah. across from each other and talk about why the other one sucks. Uh, imagine you had Damian Lillard and Donovan Mitchell sitting next to each other with a booth and a mic and press. And they're both saying... All right, Donovan, you had a 71-point game this year. Damian Lillard, you had a 71-point game. You guys are going to be matched up against each other in tonight's game. Who's going to come out the victor? Who's the better player out of the two of you? Who's going to score more points? That, I think that that would make, whether they want it or not, they'd probably play a little harder because they would want to outscore each other. So what I'm coming up with is we need to write a story. It's not just a game. It's a story, okay. and there's a, there's a build-up to it yeah. with the game being the 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 climax the finale yeah yeah. that's what we want right convince the the viewers and convince the players that that's that's it i love it it. and it could be fine i love it it's fixed the all-star game is fixed everybody perfect were Um, you happy with the dunk contest the dunk contest was great that was the best mac mcclung was a stud and i fun guy i haven't heard his name much since he was like in high school right so it was fun to see him come in and actually dominate that contest did he get the 10-day contract so he would be eligible to go to the dunk contest 100 percent, i think so okay i had to tell my kids that that's what happened (laughs) i was like well the world's a crooked place son and when we want people in certain places we do what we have to do (laughs) no that was that was exciting and fun since the break yeah um the jazz have went 2-0 100 percent. and our all-star marketing has been fan freaking tastic his slam dunks are really coming. It's he's blossoming. It's it's a beautiful thing. Uh, why why are the Jazz two and zero? Is it the teams we're playing, or has is there any effect for our guys that because they played in the All Star, they played different after? I think so. Any any like like a confidence like a confidence thing? booster? Yeah. It might even be a. But you could say this for every team, just like a a regroup time we got time off we have like a week off it's just we can just settle in and we have a little bit of time between the trade deadline and now too so you see guys like taylor horton tucker getting his momentum going and he's been great dude he really has so you're seeing these new roles start to blossom a little bit i think that has a little bit to do with it too yeah and with sexton out it's interesting we've been using horton to bring the ball up and, of course, Dunn, who is on a 10-day contract with the Utah Jazz, which we are going to talk about. That's been an interesting dynamic to see Horton bring the ball up. I, I don't see him as a point guard. Um, 
But when he wants to attack the hoop, I feel like his lo- arms are so bloody long. He can slam dunk over the center. <laughs> Even if he brings the ball down, he's just like, it's coming at you. And he's like, you don't want to get in front of him or you will be taking a charge or hopefully fouling. But, but he's, he's quite aggressive, and I, you don't see that out of a lot of point guards when they bring the ball down. He, he doesn't mind getting physical and getting a lot of contact in the paint. Right. He's not, when you look at him, he's not your typical looking point guard. No. But that's where he is at his best. That's his position, I think. Like, yeah. it's when he's not at that that he's not as aggressive and he's not as um, well, effective. You, ha- you he have ha- him on a wing, I think he just sleeps. He's just yep. a sleeper over there. And if he gets the open shot, great, he'll take it. Or the rebound, he'll put it back up. But that's not how we get him involved. Yeah. Well, the last two games, he's had four assists, six assists. So he's 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 kind of molding this offense and sure. and doing good things. So and that's been two years old too. Like <laughs> super exciting, right? Um, you mentioned Chris Dunn is on our ten day contract right now, who's been great. He's had double figure scoring. He's really contributed to these two wins, and it's weird to see somebody just kind of come in at the snap of a finger and do something and get time. He's just clicking with the, with I don't know if it's the style of play or the players or. He's just wanting to prove himself. That's what that's what I see. I see him saying, I've been here on and out of the league for seven years. I haven't found a fit yet, but I can play. He's just waiting for the right system. And I think Utah brings that out in a lot of players like that. Like you think of even Markinen, right? Mm-hmm. Played in Chicago. Nobody ever thought Markinen was going to be in the All-Stars when he played in Chicago. But Utah just brings the best out in players sometimes. This is what I appreciate Will Hardy, though. Like, I feel like in the past few years, we were to sign a 10-day contract. It's like, oh, sweet. Let's, let's see what this guy can do. Let's see if he can make a change or do something. And then he sits on the bench and doesn't do anything, and he maybe signs another 10-day, or maybe he's gone. But it, it doesn't matter. But now, I think Will Hardy is so flexible and wanting to experiment with things. Um, throwing Kessler in the starting lineup has worked out, you know? Um, so I, I think I we owe a little bit to him to giving Dunn a chance to do something, even though he's this guy on a 10-day contract. What does that mean? It means he's not good enough to play in the minds of, of previous coaching. And, and, and not just giving him garbage minutes. You know, no. like the last the last minute and 30 seconds of a quarter, you know, when the other team's resting their good players. I mean, that's when you would see those 10-day 10, 10 contract players go in. So. And you're right. He's super flexible. He even let Walker Kessler shoot a three-pointer, and it was agreed upon. Give me, give me the deets on that. <laughs> apparently, there was some discussion, right? So the Jazz put a team in this little skills contest that they did in the All-Star game, which was kind of a bomb, I heard from other people. I, I thought it was okay. Um, but Kessler ended up making a three in that competition. And um, he went to coach after and said, hey, coach, did you see that? Did you see you, that? Oh, what are you doing? We got to start drawing plays up for me to hit threes. Okay. So Kessler went to coach and was like, look at me. Look at this. All joking. Um, apparently the day of the, the OKC game. Right, right. Coach draws up a play at the start of the game and it's a three for Kessler. <laughs> and Kessler had no idea before that. I absolutely love it. <laughs> he was dead serious about it. I do have a quote from Will Hardy on what happened this was after that game. Yeah. Um, Will Hardy said, yes, the first three was designed for Walker. Yes, he bullied me into it when he made that three at the skills challenge. Yes, I'm very happy that it went in, though I may have created a monster. Oh, <laughs> he did. He did. You remember we always used to 
hint that maybe Gobert could hit a three pointer in a game. We and he would all he put that tweet up. Never say never. <laughs> Walker already filled that shoe, baby. Again, a Will Hardy adjustment to to experimenting. Like, was it kind of a joke? Maybe a little bit. But why not try it? See what happens. And, 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 And even if it's just, if he makes that, that gives Will Hardy a little bit of an edge on some other teams where he can be like, I'm going to make you think that, Walker's a three-point shooter. <laughs> it might only work for one play, one possession. But, but hey, hey it's, it's some, that's all you got. We only, we only won that game by one point, right? right? In overtime. That's right. So fun. That was a fun game that to watch. That was a crazy game. We're going to talk about that game and a little bit about the Spurs coming up in just a second. <laughs> but first, we're going to take a quick break, have a word from our sponsors, and then we'll, we'll get back to you. Hang, Hang in there. tight. As you know, DraftKings is our preferred app for, I wouldn't say betting, but enjoying games more, right? And if you're not a member, you need to be. Uh, all, all new members right now, for a limited time only, uh, they, for, this is for new customers, okay? So if you don't have the app, you need to download it. You can bet $5 and win $200 in a bonus bet instantly. And for limited time, all new and existing customers, this is good for Jackson and I because we are existing customers, can get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. And I love a parlay. Every day. Every day. So, listen, this is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You need to check it out today. Uh, go download the app. Sign up. Use the code TBPN. That's going to get you all the promos you want. New customers can bet that $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sportsbook betting partner of the NBA with the code TBPN minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details I need you to pick that up next time just a little a little faster faster. faster. (laughs) we'll speed it up in post um I just wanted to talk about that OKC game and Lowry Markinen taking over in the fourth quarter and overtime what happened why um I don't want to say it was just him did you see the game Probably um, it prevented it from going – no, what was it? It was regulation. Game was tied. It prevented it from the win. Kessler have the block on the baseline. Yes. yes. I mean, I love, I love Walker Kessler. He has moved up to number two in the rookie ladder in a lot of different polls. Um, I, I, you said that he had no chance. You said that I he, did, I he did. would be in the top five, but there's zero chance. I don't know. I mean, let's see how far we can go as a team. I mean, if we can get a lot of viewing, like some big wins, and he's involved making plays like that, that's pretty good stuff. Either way, he's being seriously talked about, and I love it. Yeah, And um, he's, he's just a quality guy. Uh, Markkinen had 43 that night. and that's crazy. One thing it showed him trying to do more of, and he commented on it, was dunking the basketball. He had a lot of big dunks late in the game, and he said – I've just been trying to focus on dunking everything because he says, I've found that that's easier than trying to be finesse, just going up and dunking on everybody. How long has he been playing basketball and he's just deciding this right now? (laughs) (laughs) He's been in the league, professional, college. You know what? Maybe I should... Maybe I should try dunking. A little late in the game, but I am loving it. It's so fun to watch. <laughs> it reminds me of Semi-Pro. Have you seen that movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the dunk happens and everyone's like, well, what was that? <laughs> but, foul. Uh, two fouls. <laughs> like nobody knows what to do. <laughs> oh, classic. Very clean show. So 2-0 and o since the All-Star break. Can we get another one coming up? 
we're we playing San Antonio again, right? So uh-huh. we have back-to-back San Antonio, and then we've got OKC again, again, twice right? in a row. So, I mean, statistically speaking, we have won them recently. So I'm going to say we can <laughs> we can win them again. So are you going to say three and O on those games? We got San Antonio and then Thunder twice. Um, three and O. It's really hard to. You're, you're stalling and holding up numbers. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, uh, we win them all. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Don't you like think it. so? Sure. Sure. I, even if we have to go into overtime. Uh, Popovich did comment on how well Will Hardy coached his game against San Antonio, which, of course, they have a, a history there. Will Hardy played underneath him for a little while as an assistant coach or, I think, footage at one point or, or another, but... Anyway, I, I, I pop, props to Popovich for complimenting Will on on such a good such a good coach. It's amazing. Did you see the graphic they put up? It had Popovich in the middle, then it had little lines with how many coaches are in the NBA right now that have all come from him his no, system. No, there was like eight. Okay, and Will Hardy was one of them, and it's crazy the effect that Popovich has had on the entire NBA. Wow, you know, just people branching out of his system having success there and then going on to do their own thing and having success. Like the it's Popovich crazy tree of history. Uh-huh. Wow. It's crazy. He's it's like you can go back far enough and everyone in the NBA is related to Popovich somehow. <laughs> probably <laughs> a thing somewhere. Someone's yeah. done. And, and me and you both probably somehow. So, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> we talked about, we signed two people recently oh, yeah. to 10 dayers. Tell me about this other guy, other guy, Frank Jackson. You might recognize the name a little bit. Um, a Utah boy. Okay. Um, grown up in Lehigh, played for Lone Peak High School, and it's lonely at the top. Um, got drafted in the sec- late in the second round a few years ago to the Pelicans, I believe. Okay. He played for the Pelicans for a while. He is in Utah now. He's been in the G League. We signed him up for a ten day, or we'll see what happens with that. He hasn't seen any time. Okay. But but why would you sign him up if if? You weren't going to do something if with him. If you're not so. going to see what he can do. And, and maybe it's like meshing with the other players on the court. You might learn a lot just in practices. So be on the lookout for him. Um, it could be also that we saw him available and we're like, let's let's snatch him up real quick, see what happens, just in the chance that somebody else does before us. Like we just want to prevent that. Um, what, what position does he play? He's a guard. He's a point He's guard, a guard, shooting guard. Um Went to Duke University, so you know he can play. Right. Um, you know he's been coached well. Right. Interesting. So, so that's – well, we'll see about that. Sexton's hurt, so maybe you're thinking a backup of a backup too. Right. Uh, f- for that position. Interesting. But I'm excited. The kid can play. Um, he's killing it in the G League. He's have averaging over 20 in the G League, so it's not like he's a, he's any slouch. So, But we'll see what happens. I hope he gets a little time – I hope we can see some glimpse of what he can do for Utah. If if you're a listener and you played with or know Frank, hit us up. Uh, give us some deets on him. Why sh- why why should we keep him? What's his potential? I, like give us some information that we don't know. So you know how to get a hold of us. Just call us on our hotline. <laughs> <laughs> and in all seriousness, if we could get Frank Jackson on the show from a listener's relationship with him. Um, yeah, there will be there will be incentives for for doing that. Just trust us. So much that we can't say anything, or the IRS will tax you. So, uh, yeah, Fizz is over here just eyeing us right now. Yes, um, they will be involved though. Yes. So I like where this is going. 
Uh, something else that I like happened uh, over the last couple weeks is we decided to wave Westbrook goodbye. This is this is why I mentioned Tyson is now sleeping at night. Oh, I thought it was about my sick kids. No, no. <laughs> okay. Tyson is sleeping again because Westbrook yes. is off the team. Yes, sir. Um, he he made a commitment that if Westbrook suits up for a game, he will no longer watch the Jazz. It's true. And that never happened. So it's true. I'm just that big of a hater, really, is what it comes down to. And uh, the Clippers have picked up Westbrook, and he's bloody lucky they did because nobody else would have wanted him. Um, so I wish him the best there. He can move his stuff from one locker to the other. Do they have their own locker rooms there? I'm sure they do. Sure, yeah. They, right? they don't just like. But come we out can and swap. Up. We can take his jersey out of the rafters in Utah now for what? one of our get out lone oh. MVPs. To play here. in Utah, get out of here. <laughs> Along with Derrick Rose from a few years yes. ago. <laughs> yes, some some legends, <laughs> some legends. I, I hope to, to never discuss it again. Um, one more quick story <laughs> before we go. Um, I mentioned my wife is a basketball fan again, and that is because Coach Quinn Snyder is back in the NBA and he's yeah. coaching for the Atlanta Hawks, about to make his debut this week. That's true. What are your thoughts on him coming back and and being involved and being a head coach? I think that. Uh, you know, a guy like that, I feel like he's like uh, getting antsy probably. So I feel like it's it's good time for him to get back in. I think we had to relet, allow an early release of his contract in order to do this without penalty of any kind. Uh, good for him. It's exciting. I think that he's going to have a super warm welcome when he comes back uh, to the Delta Center. Um, Ooh. And one other thing, we I'm glad we didn't penalize him for exiting his contract early because his house is still for sale in Salt Lake Valley and <laughs> just took a $3 million price drop still for sale. It's, it's, you can find it online. I'll send <laughs> I, you the I've link. seen it. You've seen it? Yeah. Yep. I think it's, is it at $12 million now? I don't know. I haven't seen it since it in, first went up. Insane. Uh, but he's taking a hit either way. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that it's like, it's like, ah, Quinn, that was, that's the market, you know, but the, we haven't done anything wrong. Yeah, We're you're welcome. You out, we, really. it's, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. So what do you think? What are your thoughts on him in Atlanta? Is it a um, good fit? What's the odds of him wearing all black for his first game? Are we talking 100% or are you going to give it lower than that? I would it's never <laughs> consider anything under 100%. <laughs> would you? And has his weight fluctuated anyway? I, I like doing this. It's he's, like an off season for him. I expect him to have gained weight. Really? Yeah. So he's off the the... Heavy. <laughs> he <laughs> He's off the heavy drugs, is what you're saying, and he is back into I wasn't gonna say eating anything. healthy and stress-free life. Yeah, I think that when you have time, you sit. I think he's sitting. Okay. He's not chasing up and hey, yelling at players. This on is the a court. plus for me because my wife's a huge fan of Snyder for yeah. his aesthetics. Yeah, I hope he comes back completely obese for for your <laughs> sake. <laughs> oh, I happen. love it. Do we play Atlanta before the end of the season? I should. I should look that up. You look that up. Um, Atlanta plays on Tuesday, and we'll see if Coach makes his debut in that. Um, yeah, you, you're limited time right here, so start looking and scrolling faster. The pressure is on. <laughs> I don't see a game against the Atlanta Hawks That's for too the bad. remainder of the season. Well, we'll have to see him in the finals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fat chance. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> Tyson says we're going to go 3-0 and coming up. Let's see if he's right. Big games with Spurs and two Thunder games coming up. Teams that are similar situation to Utah. So we'll see if we can hold our own and I'm get those wins. I'm changing to 2-3. and I'm changing to 2-3. and three. <laughs> Okay, sounds good. Hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. As always, we are Jazz Beats. I am Jackson. This is Tyson. And see ya. <laughs>